2011 was a very hard year for me and my family. We went through a lot of trials and tribulations. I lost my kids, fought to get them back, got them back. Dealing with my own addictions, my own personal issues. And throughout everything, God has stayed with me. You know, it is said that it's easy to believe in something when things are going good. But when things are bad and at their worst, that's when you know what faith is. And I'm not a man of the church. I don't preach. I'm not good at that sort of thing. But I know God has stayed by my side through many years. And I can always stand confident to know that God will be by my side for many years to come because he is always in my heart. And I thank the Lord that he has given me great friends and family and people to love me unconditionally with my faults and all. And I love you all unconditionally as well. Thank you. so good. Okay, so <laughs> maybe it wasn't so good that John went first. That was incredible. John, thank you in every way. Like, that's what we would love for you to share. John and Annie began attending our church about uh, eight months ago, seven, eight months ago, maybe a little longer. And uh, John's one of those guys that's always come up every Sunday just saying thanks. And uh, it's meant everything to me have you be a part of our church this last seven or eight months. On deck circle. Okay, Denise. On deck circle while she's talking about all this. Giving that to God. I'd like to thank God because at the beginning of this year, you know, a lot of you all don't know, I was homeless at the beginning of this year. I probably didn't look like I was going through. Lost my job. Haven't been without a job this year. Haven't had a car. But this year, the end, I could say 2012, I have a car. I have an apartment. I probably don't have a permanent job, but I have a job. I can say I get up every morning and go to work, and I thank God because if it wasn't for his grace, I didn't give up. I wanted to, it was time I did want to give up, but by the grace of God and I wanted to see what he had in store for me, I kept on, and I kept on, and God is still blessing me and my kids right now. I celebrated my uh, four sober New Year's this year. And, uh, um, all glory to God for that. But I think that the most um, 
meaningful thing that happened this year was I realized the Holy Spirit does talk to me. And I started being able to hear it. And, and uh, I didn't think that the Holy Spirit would want to have anything to do with me. And um, I just look forward to, to seeing that grow in my life in this year. I think this is going to be the best year yet for me. And um, it's just amazing to get a prompting and, um, and know that where, it, where it's coming from. You know, I learned that this year. So praise God. in college, um, God made me deal with um, my, my childhood and growing up. Um, I'm the child of an alcoholic father, and um, I just had a lot of pain and anger, and I wasn't able to um, deal with my feelings um, growing up. And so God said, you have to deal with it. And so five years ago, it kind of it culminated, and I was depressed for a year and just in so much pain. Um, and then God just miraculously showed up and answered prayers. And um, so this year, I, w- I was just reflecting on that, that, that God, you know, was doing something powerful in me. And um, I was thinking about my community group and how they've been there to heal me and um, to, to just be there for me. And I just want to give praise to God. I don't have much to say, but I just, I'm so, I'm so grateful just to see kind of where I was five years ago and how God answered prayers. And he's using my community group and, and people around me and prayer team and just a lot of people. So I just want to give praise to God for just what he's done. All right, um, so I'm Roland, and to bury the, the, the long drug out history, those who know know, um, not really the person that likes to be around other people all the time. So um, this Christmas season, or this, this uh, going into New Year, I actually uh, just packed up and went to California, bought a one-way ticket and left um, two weeks ago. And uh, went out there for a couple of things, but it ended up being uh, I dealt with the fact that my grandfather had a couple years ago went out there to die and had to uh, deal with a bunch of family reconciliation. Um, realizing that I am jacked up and messed up, loved by God more than I can ever imagine. Um, and the family that jacked up and messed me up loves me, even though they jacked up and messed me up. 
<laughs> um, and just really dealing with several hours of calling friends and family about like how to uh, reconcile with my father who I thought would never, I would never do. Um, and I have family on all spectrums of the, of the, of the faith, some really great zealous, zealots, I mean really, uh, we say that they're chasing after God so hard that we think they passed him up. Um, and then we have others that are, that are just struggling. And the fact of the matter, uh, my family's at a point in time where uh, we just need to inhale and need to reconcile and kind of come together. And to be a part of that and to know that um, to when you forgive somebody, that you really just let it all go. All claims that you had to saying, you owe me this. And to be at that point where, uh, where you thought that you, would, you could never do that and then to have God say, uh, we're gonna deal with this now. And to stand in front of that person and just look at them and go, um, not to say that you, you don't have to say that I forgive you, but to be at that point and, and they just know that you've forgiven them and that you, instead of saying, I forgive you, you actually say, uh, can you forgive me for what I put you through and what I don't even, may not even know that uh, you're dealing with. And I may not be able to correct all that now, but uh, I would like to start seeing what we can do. So this year is really scary for me in that um, people who I thought love me, I realize they do, and I have to show them that I love them. So uh, happy new year to all you guys too. I'm Tim. Uh, I know some theology, but I'm not very theological in my beliefs. Um, but sorry, I'm terrible at not crying. Um, five years ago, my dad died, and at the same time, shortly thereafter, I had to leave this church and leave Chicago and my condo and a job that I really liked and was very good for me, but I gained a wife who's <laughs> <was> here today, <laughs> uh, and I think a new appreciation for family, even by being further from them. And I love this church, um, but now I'm at a different church that is the right church for me, for where I'm at, and 
right now, and I think that God has been teaching me some of what it means that he can be the same God throughout very different circumstances. And so I'm hoping that 2012 is a year where I learn to start looking forward for what God has in store for me rather than crying about what I've lost. And I just wish that I could be here for your 10th anniversary because it was it would be a special time. Tim was one of these guys who was a part of our church from the very beginning. And was an amazing blessing and a gift to us. As he mentioned five years ago, he lost his dad. And I know that was really hard him and his family. I wanted us to uh, just pray for Tim and Olivia. They're going back in a couple hours. They were on their way to the airport and they made sure that they stopped by. But I do want to pray for him as he goes back to Seattle. And his prayer request is spot on that he would look forward. God, we thank you for our brother Tim. I thank you for my friend, for my brother, and what this friendship has meant for me. We love Tim and Olivia. And God, we send them back to Seattle, praying that you would give them a clear direction for the future, that not just physically now, but with all of his heart, soul, mind, and strength, that he would pursue what you have for him while being thankful for the past and being grateful for the present, that in faith he would pursue what you have in store for him, knowing that you wait, God, at the end of there with amazing things that you are going to do in and through him. We pray for travel mercies as they go back. And until we see each other again, keep him and Olivia. Amen. 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 Amen.
Hi. My name is Sam. I'm new here, and I just, um, among a lot of things, first just want to exhort you all for and extol this church, the community that I feel, the love here. Sincerity is so awesome, so amazing. Um, I've dealt with a lot of fear in my whole life and, 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 and a lot of going through things. Um, God has been so constant, yet I still feared and I still just would always wonder about making new steps and, and, and doing new things. It was a very hard decision for me to uh, come here um, because I was scared. Uh, I'm going to be here for a very, very long, and I was like, well, God, is that really what you want? And, and I won't know anybody there, and, but you guys have just, oh, my God. Um, I just feel so much love, so, so much sincerity, so much just everything when I come. Um, and I can readily say I love you all back. And it seems like I really needed this because I'll be, I'll be leaving soon and, and God is just, just continually showing me, don't fear. Don't fear. I'm with you. I'll provide for you. Um, foster child growing up and I have a lot of family issues and, and everywhere I go, he just blesses me with family. And I feel they're here. So I just want to thank you all and bless you all and, and say God bless you all. Grace and peace. And I look forward to building more relationships and, and, and love to all of you. So just thank you. Um, this past year has been a continued journey of um, dealing with family stuff, particularly um, issues with my mom. It's um, been really hard growing up with someone who tells you that you're not being a good Christian and you're sinning. If you don't, con if you confront them for hurting you, you're not forgiving them. And um, I'm learning a lot about forgiveness and what it means to forgive someone when you know they're probably going to keep hurting you. And um, I just felt like I needed to come up to tell people out there who are in the same position with their parents that God is your mother and your father, as he is my mother and my father. When your parents aren't that, he is that. And just want to praise God for giving me the strength to keep forgiving her. Hi, I'm Anna, and I've slowly started to tell people um, in our church this kind of secret about me that's very hard to share, and I first of all praise God that he's slowly giving me the courage to talk about this as it's part of the, the healing process. Um, I've struggled throughout certain points in my life with eating disorders of various uh, kinds, and it was at its peak in college when I had... Um, almost a, a near-death experience, and I recovered from that and made it through that. But um, in 2011, it, it came back um, in a nasty way, in a new way. And this year, I've learned a lot about Satan and temptation. Um, for those of you who don't maybe know a lot about eating disorders, it is truly um, Satan in a true, real way, feeding you lies all the time. 
you can believe one thing in your head, what God has taught you, but um, it does something different to your heart. And that's an everyday battle that you have to fight through. Um, but today, the start of 2012, um, I'm thankful. God has also taught me a lot about himself this year, about what true beauty is, about what true acceptance in his kingdom looks like. And so I'm forever grateful to him for teaching me that. I'm thankful to physically be here and in a healthy place today. Um, I'm also very grateful to our church. There are key members in our church who do know this about me, and I've also learned a lot about what God's love looks like this year. Um, key members in, in our church have showed me what the love of Jesus looks like, his unconditional love. And so I cannot thank those people enough for the things that they've been doing to continue to help me. Thank you for being awesome in this place. Lord, we lift up our sister Anna to you today. Lord, we thank you for the healing that you've already started in her life, Lord. And we know that you're providing a way. We know that in 2012, Lord, she can look forward and see the way that you've provided, the angels that you've already sent down to bless her, to protect her, to remind her what you've done in her life already. Lord, and to remind her that you are her protector and that you, the devil has already been defeated. You have already stamped him down, Lord, and she has the victory. Lord, I pray that you just continue to surround her with friends and family that want to lift her up and will share this journey with her, Lord. And we just pray a blessing over her life, Lord. We know that 2012 will be better it will be different. We thank you for being a magnificent father. Amen. Hello, new community. Um, Many of you don't know me, many of you do. I have a little girl named Desiree who has cerebral palsy and has never been able to walk or do a lot of things for herself that normal kids would be able to do. So this year was a really hard year for me. I really had to trust God and give my daughter my one and only thing that I live for every day. Um, I had to put her in the hands of doctors who didn't know her and didn't know her situation. Uh, she had two major surgeries this year, but I wanted to praise God because she's able to walk. She's getting stronger. She's more confident than she's ever been in her entire life. And it was a really hard struggle, but, um, but she's coming around and she's healing very well. I also wanted to praise God for the new family that I have and all the blessings that he has given me to provide for this family that I have now and all the family and friends that have supported us and haven't judged us in our weird dysfunctional ways. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
Hi, my name is Tierney. Um, and I am a person that likes to be strong. And um, this year I've been trying and trying to stay strong and prove that I'm strong. Um, and so I don't ask for help with things. And God has been breaking me against myself and against my pride. <coughs> and um, he has given me strength to be weak. Um, he has brought me to a place where I can't be strong on my own. Um, I struggle with alcohol. And he finally broke me completely. And um, for the past 11 days, I've been going to AA meetings. And he has loved me through it. Um, he is gentle. He broke me in a very gentle way, but he's mighty. And he's strong and he's truthful. Um, and he has given me a community in this church, in AA, that is so true. Um, I couldn't ask for anything better. I have another family. And they love me so much. And I am just, I'm so thankful for, I'm so thankful for love of people um, and love of my God. So I'm thankful. I'm going in this new year with that. Uh, my name is Kenny, and I've been coming to Newcom for about a year and a half, maybe two years. And I, I think it's, easy, it's, it's nice to be removed somewhat. And I joined community group to be in community. Um, and I, looking back on this past year, um, or growing up, I was always a, the good kid. I never did anything wrong and did a lot of church things, served a lot in the church. And I remember Pastor Peter preached on the prodigal sons, I think, last year or some, something like that. And or maybe a year and a half ago, and I, and I knew that I was the good son. Where's my golden calf? Where's the things that I want? And I, I think I struggled a lot with loneliness, as he even addressed in that sermon and other sermons as well. Uh, and I think last New Year's Eve was, you know, probably the darkest time with that. I think, yeah, like other people have shared, I like to be strong, or I'd like to think I can handle myself or my emotions or even my relationship with God and, and being like, you know, God, I know I trust you with this area of my life and you're going you're gonna to come through, right? You're going to come through, right? And I think, you know, last New Year's Eve was one of those times where like, I don't know, I don't know. And, I, and I'm tired of, I, I don't know if I can hold on any longer. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to give up on that. Um, so I think this past year, God has really done a work in my heart in healing, um, in healing me and realizing that he does love me. He does care about me. And I think feeling like, you know, God, you care about everyone else, but you don't care about me. And it's been a great year. I think it's been one of the best years of my life. 
realizing that God cares about me and, and knowing that, um, that I didn't deserve, you know, experiencing grace in a different way. Not like, not like grace, like I went out and did something I regret, but just grace in realizing that when I didn't want to believe in God, that he still follows through on his promises. And so it's a very humbling place to be. And, and so it's just a reminder that for me this year that God has been faithful in my life. You know, even if I don't see it at the time and I doubt it throughout, sporadically throughout the years, I'm just thankful that he's been faithful in my life and has walked with me through the journey and being at a place finally like this year just saying like, wow, this has been one of the most blessing years of my life, coming from such a dark place just one year ago. So just wanted to share that with you. I want to thank my community group and Newcom for being part of the restoration and the healing that has gone in, in my heart. Okay, they said not to preach. <laughs> Preachers are preachy even if they don't try. So I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna resist it. Thanks for your encouragement. <laughs> um this year of uh, 2011 has been such um a difficult year. Um for me, um, this has been a year of transitioning in every aspect of my life, I mean, every single thing. It's like when he moves, he just shakes the whole earth, and it just felt like everything around me was shaking. And I don't like that, and God knows that. I, I like my feet to be on the ground. I like to know where I'm going and, you know, when I'm going to get there, but he's God, and I guess he could do that. So, but it has been uh, very uh, difficult. And being a, a pastor, and I think this has been probably the hardest thing for me, is because just coming up in, uh, in ministry and being taught uh, in your call in ministry, sometimes it's very hard to be transparent and just be Angela. Um, and be able to share when you're hurting, when you're doubtful, when you're afraid, um, and when you just don't know. And um, coming here to new community, was such a blessing to me because I felt my atmosphere change and I felt like I could breathe. And being honest and being transparent did not mean that I wasn't called. And um, it's so refreshing and so needful to me. And being around you all has really, really, really healed me 
and encouraged me and really has strengthened my faith in God and what I know that he is able and willing uh, to do. And uh, I thank you all for being a safe place for people to just be free and be and be healed by the love of Christ. So thank you all so much. I love you guys. Um, hey, um, my name's Jesse. Um, for the last four years, I've really struggled a lot with um, a lot of physical issues. Um, every single time, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it really hurt to eat and constantly um, in pain. Um, and just in going through for four years so much depression and wanting to end my life and just not really f feeling like what's what's the point of living and just and all the sickness and everything and this summer I was in Belgium visiting a friend um, and I just I just sat um, in my in the in the guest room and I just was like I. I just can't do this anymore, God. And I've tried everything, and nothing, nothing gives me joy. And Lord, I realized like it's just you, and only you can satisfy me. And it was like depression really got cut off in my life at that moment. And this has been—I'm senior in college, and this has been the most joyful semester. Um, I've ever had, and I don't, I really, I mean, I know it's God, but I don't really even know why, because there's nothing, it's, I'm just, I smile a lot, I'm so peaceful, and people asking why, I'm just like, oh, it's just God's so good, um, and also, like, doctors have never been able to tell me what was wrong with me, um, and, but I went back, to, I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this another go, and I went to see the doctors, and they did like 10 different blood tests and um, they found out um, uh, some, several things that were wrong with me and a lot I had to, to do with um, my diet and I um, decided not to eat any gluten or um, and a lot of other things and um, for the first time in four years I can eat and it's not painful um, and that's still, that's still a process and still learning what I can and what I cannot eat. Um, but I'm just so thankful to God that um, that there is um, that there is uh, a reason um, for the sickness, and it's there's some there's I can find a way to get better. Um, and um, I've asked God like, why why did I go through this? And He's reminding me that we have to go through the fire, and the fire is a refinement. And when we're in the fire, we we can't necessarily see why we're in it because things are so painful. And when you're when things are so painful, you can't really recognize how you're growing or what God's doing in you because you just you just hurt. But when you get out of it, it's like whoa, so he was actually doing something, and he actually like was growing me. And so I'm thankful for those. I'm thankful for the fire and I'm thankful for the trials and yeah, these have been the hardest, but. In so, so many ways, the best years of my life. Hi, my name is Rhea. I really struggle with whether I should come up and share this. 
one reason being I'm a Christian and our reason being Asian. But, yeah, being Asian. But I felt compelled to share this because there might be somebody here who's struggling with a similar issue and I want you to know that it's okay. There are people like you. So, my marriage finally broke down this year. It's been hard. I struggled with a long time whether this was meant to be we took vows to love each other forever, but it wasn't meant to be. So we've been separated for more than six months and I think we are going to file divorce proceedings soon. And it's just been really hard because some of you might relate to it being Christian. You don't think of divorce. And when you're Asian, that's even worse. A combination of both. But you know what? Like what somebody else said previously, God is good. It's when things are darkest, it almost sounds like, it almost seems like God's voice speaks clearest to me then. That I could hear him and I could feel his love. And things just fall into places for me. People came through, people I didn't think was gonna come to offer help or comfort came. And this is, I mean, I'm still struggling through this and my career, I'm starting a new office and things been just, a lot of busy things, a lot of difficult decisions, but I felt God's love every day, all the time. And I know a lot of, I, I don't know about you, well, maybe some of you feel the same way. Sometimes you feel like you're unworthy of God's love. You feel like the things you do, your, your sinful nature, your thoughts, your actions, you're really not worthy of His almighty love. Am I getting preachy? I'm trying not to be, but... I'm just saying that I struggle with that. I struggle, why do you love me? Why are you here for me? I mean, I'm so sinful. I'm not worthy, but yet he does. He's, he loves me. I can feel him holding me, guiding me through very difficult times. My mom says sometimes you're crazy. You put yourself out there to be hurt. To, but yet, you know what? God is with me. He protects me. I, I just want to share this because if you're in the same shoes, there are people like you, there are people, well, that's me, so, yeah, thank you. Hi, I'm Sarah, um, and I am one of those people that likes to come across as perfect and composed and likes to be strong. Um, even before coming up here, I was trying to think of like how, how I could say this in, in the best way. Um, but um, basically, I, I didn't want to come up here because it's something that I'm very ashamed of. Um, but this past year, I, um, I was married for three, three years, and this past year, I was unfaithful to my husband. 
and um, as someone who always grew up in a Christian home, had a Christian family, um, that was like the worst thing anyone could possibly do in my eyes. And, um, and so I share that with you because, um, you know, God's strength is made perfect in weakness. And um, I don't know how, but he was, he just showed up and created a miracle. Um, my husband and I are still together. We went through intensive three-day mediation and um, just kind of worked through a lot of the issues that, that we had previously in our marriage. And I, like, our marriage is better than it ever was before. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because uh, God showed up and created a miracle in our marriage. So I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> we just have a few minutes, um, but I'm feeling led to pray for this couple. Yeah? Okay. So bow your heads with me. God, I thank you for the enormous courage that it took. the enormous courage that it took, God, to be able to share this with our church family. And I know, I know, not only can some of us relate, but some of us sitting out here, God, our hearts are burning within us as we look at our marriages and evaluate where we are. God, we come around this couple and we pray and we thank you for the miracle, God, of healing, miracle, God, of reconciliation, miracle, God, of your grace that's actually more powerful than our sins. And as she shared, we do pray, God, that you would continue to strengthen their marriage, that you would enable forgiveness, God, forgiveness, God, and reconciliation, God to be powerfully at work in their relationship, God. We do pray against Satan and the enemy who will try to divide, who will try to plant seeds of bitterness, unforgiveness, God, of anger and retaliation. And we pray against that and pray that you would protect this marriage by the power of your spirit, God. We do pray for this continued miraculous healing. And we stand with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, it's been a really incredible journey that God has had us on. Um, Many of you know my wife and my family and I have been in Uganda for the past 15 months, uh, encouraging and equipping church leaders and families to care for orphans. That was our plan. God had a different plan for me first, to deal with my own heart. Um, 
uh, we've been married for nine years now. We celebrated our anniversary this summer. And um, my, many of you know my wife's story. She lost her parents when she was 14. So ever since I met her, I knew that she was the orphan. And uh, through a series of circumstances, I've come to realize that I was more of an orphan than she was, spiritually. Living as an orphan, not as a, as a son of God. Um, some of you know this already. I struggled with internet pornography for years. There were seasons of depression where it was worse than others. Um, but by 2007, it had really become an addiction. It was probably my darkest moment. Um, but by God's grace, uh, um, having someone speak into my life, uh, I was able to come out of that. Um, but I still felt totally alone in it. I believed the lie that I was alone. I believed the lie that, that I couldn't really share it with anyone, including my wife. So I kept it a secret from her all that time. And really what happened was um, uh, I began to replace that addiction with more subtle forms of lust. So in my mind, I, I really had become quite unfaithful to my wife. Emotionally, too. So, um, when we were getting ready to, to go to Uganda, um, I thought everything was great. I thought everything was, we were, I thought our marriage was at its best place. In fact, we, we, told that, we told people that it was the best place we've ever been in our marriage. Um, and from, from, from my perspective, I thought I had cleaned things up, you know. So we went to this training, uh, this five-month training on, on, on child and family uh, at a place that, that cares for orphans. And our purpose was to learn as much as we could about caring for orphans in a Ugandan context. And really, it was, the course was really designed specifically for me. God used that um, to confront my sin, to say, you still need me. You can't do this on your own. You may look like you have things in order and put together, but there's so much more there that I want to do in you. And through a series of, of circumstances, meeting with mentors there, I began to realize that um, I can open my heart to my wife completely. So I just began to share all these things about my past with her. And it wasn't just things about my past, it was things that were going on that, to that very day. And as I began to do that, um, as I began to confess things to Andrea, God began to speak to me in a way I'd never experienced before. And I began to realize that all of the truth that I believed in my head about Scripture. I mean, we practically had Ephesians 1 memorized that God adopted us as his children, but I began to 
feels like God opened a faucet and began to pour down into my heart. And, and for the first time ever, I was able to, to, to call God Daddy and really mean it. He is my Father, and it's changing my life. It really is. It's freeing. Incredibly painful, as you can imagine, for my wife, but freeing at the same time. And I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful for the grace that God is showing me through her. So that is a big reason why we decided to come back for a few months to work on our marriage. I have a lot of trust to rebuild with the hope that we will be back in Uganda in a few months. So I would ask that you pray for us. Daniel and Andrew are going to be with us for about four, possibly six months before they go back to Uganda. Um, you guys could imagine how difficult this was for Daniel to probably come up and share today. Uh, we have two more folks to share, and then we're done. But I do want to pray for Daniel and Andrea. God, we do. We join Daniel and Andrea in their journey. You are a faithful God. You are a faithful God. You are our anchor. You are our fortress, our foundation. And I know that that truth is what's keeping not only Daniel standing up straight, but their marriage together. As Daniel shared, Father, will you enable truth that he knows in his head about his identity to become a reality in his heart, in his soul, and ultimately in his life. That he would be able to cry by the power of your spirit, Abba, Father, Dad. Continue to heal and restore their marriage. We stand and walk with them. We are their family. Help us to be that family. In Jesus' name. Hi, um, I'm Teresa. I'll try and be brief. Um, for the past several years, I've struggled on and off, um, but more often on um, with depression. And um, this past year, I started having anxiety attacks too, which was um, pretty pretty frightening. Um, and I think one of the the kind of the the biggest lies that's a part of that um, that I've struggled with the most is um, very deeply seated sense of loneliness. Um, and I think. Um, just kind of the phase of life I'm in. I'm having a lot of um, really good friends going through transitions and um, a lot of the relationships really changing as, um, as people get married and um, kind of move on and move away. Um, and I think um, God is really in the process of teaching me um, how, to, um, how to feel 
um, the ways in which he takes care of me um, and really holds me in his hands. And I think um, in his graciousness, he's also um, really blessed me with um, um, really key people in my life who, um, um, some new and some old, who um, are just very good at um, kind of surrounding me and, um, and taking care of me and, and helping me to feel um, that I am not alone um, and that that is very much a lie. Um, and so I am very, very grateful to him for that. Uh, good morning, my name is Gerald, and um, I, I guess I'll ask a question. Uh, have you ever really, really wanted something in your life so, so badly that it kind of took over your mind, took over your soul, took over your heart? Um, if it was, if you ever felt that way, then you understand um, just how uh, both my wife and I felt. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> I think it's Thaddeus. Thaddeus' music is so good. Good job. Anyways, okay. Uh, so... For uh, both of us, our true desire, the thing that we really, really wanted was to have kids. Um, back in 2007, when my wife uh, uh, graduated from grad school, uh, we thought our lives were planned. Like, you know, she graduated from grad school, we'll just uh, go and have kids now, because that's just the time to have kids. And uh, 2007, we were like, okay, well, um, we'll just start a family. Uh, little did we know that was going to be over a three-year journey for us. Um, it was a journey where we were, um, at first, just kind of like, oh, okay, it's just not happening. We're just not getting pregnant. And, uh, and it was just kind of filled with just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. And um, uh, finally, after going through some sort of um, checks just to make sure everything was going okay with us, uh, it was suggested to us that we actually seek fertility. And uh, we did that about two years ago. Um, and it kind of felt like um, that we were um, really, I think that was kind of the start of us, really started to take over our heart and soul that this was the ultimate thing that we really, really wanted, um, which is something to want, which is okay, because it's, you know, it's obviously a, a, a baby or you know, something that we, can, we should desire to have um, a family, but um, it's something that was starting to kind of eat at us and kind of change us in our mindset and our change us in, in the way that we related to other people and change us in a way that we related to God and to understand who Christ was in our lives. And I think um, with that being such a big focus in our lives, we really started, think, started kind of thinking, I think, in the wrong way about who God was. And um, anyhow, I, I'm kind of babbling, but uh, back in November, um, we had basically gone to the end of where we're like, okay, if it doesn't happen, I don't think it's ever going to happen for us. We're, we're just not going to have kids. And um, to us, that was very, very real and very, very disappointing and very, very heartbreaking for us to think that this big thing that we want in our lives would never, ever happen. Um, and after counseling, after kind of just talking to some some of the uh, key church leaders and also pastors and just receiving their love and their support, um, we, we continue to kind of just take it day by day. Um, one of Peter's sermons back last year uh, was about idols, and um, it was about idols and how they destroy our soul, destroy our hearts, and how they distract us from who, seeing who God really is in our lives. And I think um, both of us, my wife and I, hearing this sermon, 
we were really, really affected. We didn't have to talk during the sermon. We just were very, very keyed into what Peter was talking about. At the end of the sermon, Peter asked if we had idols to stand up and be prayed for. Um, and, you know, maybe like us, we've been here about nine years. Uh, maybe one time I would stand, my wife would stand. But this time, both of us stood up without even prompting and asking each other about it. And we both received prayer about uh, our idols. And we realized that by us wanting to have kids so much that we were placing that before God. And that really hit us because we're like, wow, God is the giver of all good things. God is our Savior, our, our Lord. And, you know, that should be our focus. That should be who we want and desire. That, again, was in last year, November. On Thanksgiving, we received a, a call from our doctors, uh, our fertility doctors, to tell us that we indeed were pregnant. And um, we have a beautiful baby girl. Her name is Zoe. Um, thanks. And I think just, just realizing that um, about our idols, I think that's something we're continually thinking about and praying about even today. Um, you know, it, it's, it, I guess what I wanted to end with, and I, I'll stop babbling, is, again, our church's mission of Christ's community and cause. Uh, Christ in that we should focus on Christ and that uh, in, in our journey, like, that's one thing that we've been trying to really do as much as we can and just, especially in the midst of every single day, worrying and thinking through all this, I think Christ helped us through every day um, of that journey uh, and praying through all the different um, points in time where, we're at, where we were at our lowest point. Uh, community, we've been here a while We've never experienced the community that we have, uh, we have through this, throughout this process. Thank you to all the people who know our story. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for the pastoral staff. And cause, it's amazing when you don't talk about these kind of issues, um, how alone you feel. Um, but through talking about this issue, we have been able to meet so many different people who have kind of encountered some of the same similar issues. Um, so the cause, I, I, I want you to know if you're going through this at all as a couple, uh, that my wife and I, uh, we're available to talk to you about anything, that we're available to pray for you. Um, and so that's what I want to leave with you. In light of all the testimonies that we heard and the stories that we shared, I mean, the last thing that we possibly remember as we leave this place here this morning church before I end with benediction I know we clap throughout for the various people that share their testimonies not for them but for who God is and what he has done can we just for the last time just clap as a yay God thanks God great are you God mighty are you God Gracious are you, God. Great are you, God. Mighty are you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and what you have done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And if any of you feels led to pray with, to talk to, to say thanks even to anybody that came up today and shared, Please do that. Please do that. God, I thank you for this church family. 
we are truly a family and I particularly pray for those who feel like they are not quite yet a part of this family God that you would open doors for that person to be able to connect to this church and that we also God would initiate and reach out to those around us who may not feel like they're a part of this family of God thank you for the amazing things that were shared today thank you for reminding us that you are indeed at work God in every way in every place Thank you, God, that you are an amazing God who even when we are unaware and do not see is at work. May we remember, 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 remember that we have a living God who is present with us and is at work within us and promises that he will bring to completion what he began and what he started. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We look forward to 2012. For you, a God sovereign king who rules and reigns and is in control of all things. And all of God's people said, Come on, guys. All of God's people said, Amen. Have a great, great week. We'll see you back here next Sunday.